What is going on, everybody? Today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2017. Once again, you're tuned in to the Say What You Like Sports Podcast. We're doing our thing here on Anchor. My name is Philip Enriquez, and yesterday we had a great, great discussion. We had some great call-ins regarding pro athletes and the expectations that we place on them to be role models for the kids. And I want to continue on with a little bit more of that talk. I thought it was some good talk. We got some different opinions, and, and they were both valid on both sides. Um, but let me, let me talk about something right now. I'll be posting up a, a couple more calls regarding role models. But there's something that I want to talk about right now, and that's this whole mess going on between the NFL and Ezekiel Elliott. And in my opinion, all this is exposing is just how bad of role models not only is Ezekiel Elliott being a bad role model, but so is the NFL. And I'm about to explain why. Here on this next segment, I want to take my time and talk a little bit about how I believe that both the NFL and Ezekiel Elliott are just exposing themselves as both being bad role models for children who could be looking up to them. Now, this whole appeal process is going on the hearing scheduled for August 29th, I believe. But now all this information is leaking out from both camps, the Ezekiel Elliott camp and the NFL, and they're standing their ground. And I don't blame them. I mean, they, they got to do what they got to do. But as far as being role models and the subject we, we've been talking about here on the station the last couple of days, it's a bad, bad look for both parties. More evidence is coming out. In fact, the big evidence that came out against Ezekiel Elliott's accuser, the NFL PA, um, you know, has been accused of leaking this by the NFL, um, that in the 16-page report from the NFL that regarding the suspension for Ezekiel Elliott, there's an ex exhibit number 74 that states that they got a forensic sweep of the accuser's phone, and pretty much it has her uh, talking back and forth with a friend of hers on how they're going to set Zeke up and uh, blackmail him and this was taken from her phone and the dates on these texts were in September of 2016 sometime uh, Thompson was saying things like what if I sold mine in Ezekiel Elliott's sex video Wow sex videos are now <laughs> coming up in the conversation and the friend says we would be millionaires we could blackmail him with that Thompson says I want to bro the friend says let's do it Thompson says scared and the friend says, expletive, I'd be like, look, give me 10K or I'll just sell our sex videos for the same amount flat. Me and my friends trying to go on vacation and get a boob job. Thompson replies, 10K girl, I want 20K. Go big or go home. And her friend finally responds, that's fine too. So just more dirt being thrown on the NFL and Ezekiel Elliott being thrown back and forth here. Uh, and the, the accuser, Tiffany Thompson, it's just unfortunate on all sides. So then the NFL hits back and Joe Lockhart released a statement. He's the NFL executive vice president of communications. And he released a statement also. Over the past few days, we've received multiple, multiple reports of the NFLPA spreading derogatory information to the media about the victim in Ezekiel Elliott's discipline case. It's a common tactic to attempt to prove the innocence of the accused by discrediting the victim. 
in this case Miss Thompson. When coming forward to report such abuse, common or not, these tactics are shameful. Efforts to shame and blame victims are often what prevent people from coming forward to report violence and or seek help in the first place. So again, <laughs> let the mud slinging begin between these two. Nobody's being civil. All the dirt is going to be thrown back and forth between Ezekiel Elliott's camp and the NFL's camp. Now here's my problem with them both being bad role models. Zeke, you're my boy. You're a cowboy. Uh, you know, I want to support you, but there's one thing keeping me from uh, being up here and completely having your back, and that's that when you released that statement the other day, you never straight up proclaimed any innocence. You never said, I did not cause those marks that the leaked photos came from. So either A, I need an explanation on why those marks were there, or I need you to proclaim complete innocence on leaving any of those marks. Because if not, no matter how bad of an apple this girl is, that doesn't mean you didn't lay your hands on her. And if you want the support from your fan base, then you need to proclaim your innocence. In my opinion, that's what I've done. Again, I know there's legal matters. I know there's attorneys saying don't say anything yet. So I get it. But just as far as public perception and fan opinions, I think that statement would go a long way. Now, with the NFL, the NFL knew this evidence and still put the six-game suspension on Ezekiel Elliott. And in my opinion... Man, this is a bad look for the NFL because they're trying so hard to be the role model. Hey, look, we're putting domestic violence, uh, we're, we're putting a premium on it, and we're punishing our players hard for it. But what about the Giants kicker last year? How hard of a hand did you give on that? I'm about to run out of time, so let's get this going on in the next segment as well. Okay, so continuing on with these NFL and Ezekiel Elliott being bad role models again, in my opinion, is the fact that the NFL is trying to come down on Ezekiel Elliott with a heavy hand, six games right off the bat, because it's more likely than not, in their opinion, that Ezekiel Elliott caused harm, physical harm, to Tiffany Thompson. And again, he hasn't went out and straight out, at least not in any recent statements, proclaim his innocence. But more he's just throwing dirt on the accuser. And if there's dirt to be thrown, there's dirt to be thrown. But like I said, that doesn't mean he didn't put his hands on her. And it's just a bad look as a role model. But the NFL should be above all this. I talked about Josh Brown, the kicker for the New York Giants. He, I guess it was reported, and I don't have exact numbers here, but I think around 20 times that he beat up his wife in a one-game suspension. So, see, the NFL wants you to think that they care about domestic violence, but they really don't give a damn. And that's what I mean by they're exposing themselves as being bad role models. Oh, because if they had the chance, they'd sweep it under the rug again. All we have to do is go back to the whole Ray Rice incident where they had that tape. They said the tape never received, was never received by their offices. They had the right address and everything. And yet, they saw the tape and decided to give Ray Rice a two-game suspension. And so now they're doing this whole makeup call by putting the heavy hand on Ezekiel Elliott with some sketchy evidence and a skepti, uh, uh, how do you say, a sketchy witness. And so it's just wrong, and they're exposing themselves as they're trying to be reactionary to public opinion. 
But in that, they're forgetting about fairness and they're forgetting about keeping their investigation on the up and up, you know, preserving the quality of it. What they want to do is win the battle of public perception. We don't support domestic violence. We don't stand for it. But yet, they really do because if they were really offended by domestic violence, the moment they saw that Ray Rice tape, they would have suspended him for a minimum of six games to a year, which they tried to do retroactively. Again, just another mix-up by the NFL, trying to retroactively punish a player that should have been punished in the first place. So if you really do care about protecting women and helping women out, then you should have took the stand the first time, not after the backlash, not after your job was being threatened, Mr. Goodell. It's a bad, bad look as a role model for the NFL. Do the right thing. Have some integrity. Integrity, in my opinion, is doing the right thing when nobody's looking. But the NFL only wants to do the right thing when everybody's looking. Look at me, guys. We're doing the right thing. Having a heavy hand on a sketchy case even though we should have had a heavy hand on some hardcore evidence like a videotape showing a close-handed fist to a woman's face knocking her out unconscious. Yeah, yeah, that's no big thing, just two games. So the inconsistencies with the NFL really show just how terrible of a role model they're being as a league. And Ezekiel Elliott, I'm a Cowboys fan, but you're not off the hook either. At the very least, at the very least, you are being irresponsible. I really think he needs a life coach. I, you know, I know he's a kid. I know he's young. But that's no excuse to constantly find yourself in these matters. Lifting up the girl's bra. No matter where the place was. No matter where. You have to understand. Kids are looking up to you. You are a role model. You know, I have a daughter. I wouldn't want her seeing guys treat her like that. Or anything like that. So I, I completely understand at the very least, the NFL should should have had just suspended him based on that. Give him a couple of games for that. You know, we don't like that. That goes against the personal conduct policy. But to straight up call the man a woman beater without any hardcore evidence and a sketchy witness, that's something else in itself. So again, I just feel like the NFL and Ezekiel Elliott are going to continue to expose themselves as just knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. Um, you know what? I don't know. I, I do hope as a Cowboys fan, being honest, that the, the suspension gets reduced. I think it was a little bit too much of a heavy hand. But again, this guy needs a timeout. Zeke definitely needs a timeout. He needs to sit back and think about the situations he puts himself. And I'm not even talking about the domestic violence. I'm talking about the St. Patrick's Day parade. I'm talking about the alleged bar fights. Sit it out. Think about it. And let's hope that you guys can both be better role models for these kids in the future. What's up, Say What You Like? Yes, I absolutely believe that athletes are role models. Um, there are several examples that come to mind immediately. One of them is what's going on with um, young African-American males in their hair. That alone tells me that absolutely these athletes are role models. So um, initially, everybody kind of had, you know, I don't know, maybe like Phage and stuff like that, right? But as soon as Odell Beckham came out and started to, you know, do these amazing one-hand catches, for one, kids no longer wanted to catch with two hands. At that point, catching with two hands is no longer cool. 
right? At some point, it was cool to go up over somebody and catch it with two hands like Randy Moss did. And that's just one example as well. But outside of that, now it's better to catch with one hand and have a, a fleshy hairdo, right? Uh, like it's, and that's all because of what's going on with Odell Beckham and the way he does his hair. So think about that. So absolutely, these athletes are role models. They just need to really take that role seriously because they influence a ton. Phil, what's up, man? Just wanted to say I really dig the new logo and the new color that you went with for the new look here on Anchor. And I hope all is well. I'm really excited to release our talk about the Clippers in the next couple of weeks here. But I just wanted to call in and wish you um, a good day and hope everything's going well with you, man. Take care. Say what you Phil, KT, back on the mic. 31 days later, here I am. And it came at the right time. It's football season just right around the corner. Just a little preseason. Uh, I don't want to really give any thoughts about your show right now. It's like, i got to catch up on my NFL stuff myself. So give me a couple days, but I'll definitely have some more good call-ins and help out your station. Sorry about that. And, yeah, just really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, there's not much, I mean, I can do right now but support him. Uh, and I know that's what this, this team's going to do, this coaching staff is going to do. Uh, we're going to support him. We're going to let... The people above that take care of whatever they've got. We've got a great group of running backs uh, that have, have plenty of experience that are going to step up. Uh, so for us right now, it's just to have his back and uh, just to move forward. Uh, as I said, we've got great running backs. I mean, Darren McFadden, Alfred Morris, those guys who um, have had a lot of success in this league for a long time. Uh, so it's just an opportunity for them to come in and, and get more reps in, in that time off. Um, I leave that up to the coaches. I mean, that's not necessarily in my hands to create more game plans for me running. Uh, but if I had to guess, I would say I wouldn't think so, just in the, in the fashion that I said we have, we have the running backs that have done it in this league for a long time. Uh, so it's not a panic here. Uh, yeah, I mean, a huge impact. I mean, obviously just um, his ability to run the ball. Um, and as you said, making the defense load the box, giving us one-on-ones outside. Um, and not only that, just keeping, keeping our defense off the field and keeping their defense on the field for a long time. But... Um, I mean, that, that's not just Zeke. That's that's the offensive line. That's uh, the receivers blocking. Uh, we still have all those guys in this time off. Uh, we have much players talked within ourselves. We've all supported Zeke, and and uh, we're going to do that all the way through it. Um, and as I said, there's not much we can do now, but but support him uh, and move forward and do the best we can. Uh, he's good. He's been positive energy. I mean, it's it's, it's something that's done. As I said, I I can't do anything. He can't do anything. It's it's done. I'm sure they'll appeal, and that's uh, that's kind of out of his hands as well. There. So I mean, he's been been positive spirit, been the same Zeke, and that's good for that's good for him. It's good for this team. Uh yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to play this week. Um, how much or how many reps or how long uh, is up to the coaches. Uh, but I'm excited to to get in there. I wanted to play obviously last week, so uh, finally to get in there, be good to be back in AT&T Stadium uh, for the first time. And so. Just as I predicted, the mud slinging continues. As I read off in an earlier segment today, the NFL's statement on the Ezekiel Elliott leaks, the NFLPA returns with a station. We got our first punch and now our first counterpunch. So the NFLPA statement reads as follows. The public statement issued on behalf of every NFL owner is a lie. The NFLPA categorically denies the accusations made in this statement. We know the league office has a history of being exposed for its lack of credibility. This is another example of the NFL's hypocrisy on display and an attempt to create a sideshow to distract from their own failings in dealing with such serious issues. They should be ashamed for stooping to new lows. And I gotta admit, I'm kind of with the NFLPA here and, uh, 
props them for finally, you know, just serving up the truth. Because the NFL is a bunch of hypocrisy. And they have created sideshow after sideshow to distract them from their own failings. Like the earlier segment when I mentioned their whole debacle with the Ray Rice and the giant kicker. I mean, even the Tom Brady thing. Four games for deflating footballs. And then they made it a whole sideshow over deflated football. Four games. Even if you believe Tom Brady was guilty or innocent. Four games are we serious so it just shows at least i i like that the nfl pa is standing up to the bully that is the nfl but like i said this muscling is going to continue and you know expect zeke his camp and the nfl pa to get some mud slinged in their face soon uh, i'm looking for the next counter punch because like i said nobody in here is really innocent and it's all bad for all teams it's just uh, a shame but we haven't even gotten to the appeal yet. And we already have these public, strong public statements being made. Let's see what happens tomorrow in round two, right? It's about role models. You know, I'm, I'm feeding into the fire myself. I got to admit, talking about the Ezekiel Elliott and the NFL and how they're both knuckleheads. They're both really hypocrites and they're both not really role models for a lot of these kids. But earlier on the station, I posted up on a segment the first interview done by Dak Prescott in regards to the six-game suspension uh, on his teammate Ezekiel Elliott. But I just want to take a moment to, to say, you know, Dak is an example of a fine role model. I mean, here's a guy who's got a good head on his shoulders. He's faced many, many adversities throughout his life, and he's always strived for the best, and in the end... He's somebody you can say is a hard worker and he's a winner. And I think there's a perfect example of a role model for kids as far as pro athletes go. I mean, let's look at some of the diversities that he's had to fight through in order to achieve success in his life. First and foremost, I'm sure most of you guys have heard about his mother passing away from cancer uh, during his time at Mississippi State. But what does he do? He fights through the adversity. He talks about all the lessons that his mother taught him as a kid. And, you know, she wouldn't want him to give up. So he was right back on the field after, you know, all the services. And, you know, he led uh, Mississippi State to be the number one ranked overall team for a while there during his junior year. Goes on to get drafted by his favorite team, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. You guys know how that went. He was the third string quarterback somehow through hard work, dedication, and a little bit of luck. Gotta admit, a little bit of luck. Some injuries to a few players ahead of him on the depth chart, and he's the starting quarterback. But even adversities during the season. Remember that Philadelphia Eagles game where he had that terrible first half, and he just comes back at the end and throws that touchdown to Jason Witten for the win? I mean, that's adversity on and off the field. And there's just a role model that kids can really point to and and parents can point to and say you know what if you're gonna do it try to do it like this guy try to do it the right way the way that Dak did it no excuses just hard work dedication and in the end it pays off so I just want to take this time to applaud Dak Prescott thank you sir for being a good role model to these kids because it's getting harder and harder these days to find them especially when it comes to some of these pro athletes there's a lot of guys out there doing a lot of good things unfortunately the good guys don't always get the press so with that being said before i get on out of here tomorrow if you guys have uh, a pro athlete that you want 
to praise. You want to get some applause going for them. Give them some recognition for being a good role model for these kids. Go ahead and, and, and give me your guys' vote. Give me your explanation. And we'll post that up on the station tomorrow. So let's get away with, with from all the negative energy. And let's get into some of the positive. Who do you consider amongst the best role models amongst pro athletes? Call into the station tomorrow. Let's get that discussion started. Until then, y'all have a good night. Peace.